Welcome to Car Talk, I'm Matty J. I'm Alan. I'm Scott. And it's another Sunday Kickback Edition live here at Car Talk HQ. Uh, if you're listening via our podcast, this has already happened, but if you want to want to tune in, um, Sunday nights we go live on our Facebook page and you can ask us questions. Now, our Sunday, our Sunday Kickbacks where we answer your questions and just talk crap for about an hour. Um, we've obviously gotten rid of Tyrone because we've substituted him for a, for a better looking dude. And, and a, Tyrone oh, just thank you. Tyrone essentially <laughs> used us to get his Mustang. We're looking at you, Tyrone. <laughs> and, he's, <laughs> and he's run away. <laughs> and he's run away. Typical. In Tyrone fashion. That's what I expected. So, so, now, so now we've got Scott. Um, yeah, I'm back. Scott's back second week in a row. Uh, glad to have you back, Scott. Thank you. Yeah. Glad to be back. No worries. No worries at all. Um, yeah, so Ty- what, why isn't Tyrone here, by the way? Is he, did he get stuck at work? No, he didn't give me a reason, which means, yeah, he used us. I'm looking at you, Tyrone. So, For uh, shame. I, I, I've, I've always thrown down shade at Tyrone, but uh, <laughs> look, hopefully whatever he's gotten himself stuck into isn't uh, too bad. But uh, he's yeah. um he's owing money for the Mustang, and, and he's got he's got he's, uh, he's getting his knees broken yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, he's gonna need money for the Mustang. <laughs> Always been into a crowd because because Mustang, mm, pretty uh, much, yeah. <clears throat> so it'd be good insurance. Insurance will be expensive. <laughs> what kind of Mustang? Oh, well, we need crowd insurance. Crowd insurance. <laughs> yeah, crowd insurance. Special. Like standard liability is like ten million dollars. Like no, we got to do you fifty. <laughs> Oh man, no. it's um, it's it's something only Mustang owners have to have to deal with. I think. Yeah. But speaking of Mustangs, did you guys see the new GT five hundred that that uh, was leaked earlier in the week? No, I haven't not. actually. No, uh, five hundred and seventy odd kilowatts. What? Yep. Um, it's the it's they're apparently they're using the flat plane crank Voodoo V eight, mm-hmm. uh, which is out of the GT three fifty, but it doesn't have as high a red line because it's supercharged. Doesn't need to rev that high. Um, and apparently it's the most powerful like Ford ever sold, like like production Ford in terms of you know. How much power did the the Ford GT put down? Uh not that much. Because I would, I, I guess it is more of a um drag coefficient kind of beast, the Ford GT, given how you know low down it is and everything. Yeah, it wouldn't need that that high of horsepower to kind of get where it's going. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, got a quick question from Adam. So Adam Ward from uh, from the Podfilter um, podcast, which is actually it's a new it's a new up and coming podcast, which we you know Australian podcast. So uh, big ups to you. Um, question is, what do you reckon was the best Aussie Valiant ever made? That's a good question. I think I like I like Chargers. I've always had always like the old Chargers um, with with the two six five and the um, and the Trooper Webbers. Really, really fast car. If you can get one in a manual, awesome. Kind of like a pacer because Wog Boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think even uh, what's his name had one fat, from Fat Pizza, Paulie. It was 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 it a pacer? I think it was a pacer. Um, so either either one of those. Um, I, I do like the two six five because I'm a big fan of six cylinder performance, and and they were a, they still are a fast car. If, if you ever get a chance to go in it in, in one with a two six five. They're, they're, they're pretty quick. But that, that's a good question. I'll leave it up to you guys. What do you think? Uh, A49 Charger. A49? Hands yeah. down. Uncle used to have one, so... No way! Yes. Many, many years back. He wishes he kept kept it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. I know something about old carburetors and big straight six. Can't beat it. Yeah. So, they were, they were a special car. They were quicker than a GTHO. Um, yep. they, they, they should have won Bathurst if they had an extra gear. 
Um, yeah, that was so their that was their, that was their issue. They would have won. Like they 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 had the car that they could they could have beat the the Hoeys and stuff. But um, that was the one thing that let, let that car down it, because it's still held in such high regard. Uh, in terms of like six cylinder performance, it's like they classify it one of the gods. I've I've got a magazine, um, back when the F six came out, um, and it was like the six cylinder performance gods. They had a R thirty four GDR, a BA F six Typhoon, and a um, E forty nine um, Charger, and they did a comparison like of all the three. Obviously, they're from three different times, but um, they're just showing you know, how one how far we came, but how good the old Charger was, even though it's it's an old car. So, um. That's a good pick. What about you, Alan? I actually don't have much history with Valiant, so I don't think I'm qualified to answer the question. I'm going to have to take a pass. Take a pass? But if I you had to pick one? <clears throat> Charger? Charger. Yeah. yeah. It's a safe bet. It's a cool one. Yeah, it is the cool one. Um, yeah, very good question. Keep sending them through, guys. Uh, now, yeah, back to the GT500. Uh, apparently, Ford's pretty pissed off that pictures of it got leaked, but it's... um. It's pretty much going to be the, the the most powerful Ford production car that they've sold. So, but will it be available in Australia? No, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not. It's, of course, it's not. Well, I heard. I can't remember if it was one of you guys or someone else might have mentioned it. But um, I don't know how truthful it is. But supposedly, we can't get the really good high horsepower Mustangs and Fords and stuff because of noise levels. They can't keep the noise levels down and emissions. I don't know. I haven't heard that. That's pretty interesting <clears throat> that you mentioned that. Weren't um, the XR8s kind of thrown out because of emissions and no, the old 5.4 was because the old 5.4 didn't make didn't make emissions, but the later five liters did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Miami was known. Uh, uh, well, yeah, Miami here, um, which are a really good engine actually. But in terms of noise, like. They're pretty loud, like they're from factory. Like they're they're loud cars. So that you know, even like a um, like a like a GDS is pretty loud. Um, I mean, you said next to like a, like even like an Audi R8, for example, they're pretty loud. Yeah, I know any kind of exotic car. Yeah. they can get passed through. That's why I'm thinking maybe it's a Ford excuse. It sounds it's, to be honest, it sounds like a Ford excuse to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's... At the same time, what kind of price point would they look at if they need to bring that car? The fact that the standard Mustang is going to cost you 65 plus at this point. Or is it closer to 70 now? It's getting close to 70, I think. Yeah, I remember. so if, you, if you're looking at the stock standard, so how much would this thing... How much is it priced in the States? They're a lot cheaper. I mean, you can get you can get into a Mustang in the States for like... A Mustang GT for like 30 grand. Yeah. But how much is this... Uh, GT five hundred. Um, I will tell you right now because I'm just gonna. That's yeah. what I wanted to take, take, to check the price. Twenty nineteen Shelby Mustang GT five hundred leaked. Um, just going into the website from our good friends at Car Advice. Um, <clears throat> so basically, it's got five hundred twenty two kilowatts, seven hundred horsepower, um, making it the most powerful street legal Ford production ever. Um, it says Australia is scheduled. The Shelby GT500 is scheduled to go in Australia and to say go to sale on the North American market sometime next year. Um, there are no plans for the new model at this stage to be in Australia, so we have no announcements to make regarding this model for Australia. He said so. Doesn't look like that's going to be happening. So power levels that's almost on par with the Dodge Hellcat. Hellcat, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, let's be honest. Dodge, Chrysler, and Ford need to get need to get their shit shit together because like they <laughs> they're just trying to out outdo each other in terms of outright uh, numbers. Um, yeah, and we can't get them here. <clears throat> there is no MSRP for that car as of yet. So, um, but that's what it looks like. Like okay, yeah, but but what's inter- what, what's in- what's interesting is that it's still got the previous um like the FM c- series headlights. It doesn't have the, the newer you know sharper headlights. Mm. Yeah, you can show the the it looks. I'm gonna say it looks almost cheesy. At where I'm at. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're good. With the with the massive wing, looks pretty cheesy to me. I mean, that wing's looks. It looks similar. Actually, no, it's different to the. Oh, it could be the same as the, the GT350, but I reckon the GT350 looks better. But that's just me. I, I don't like the big gape, gaping hole in the, in the middle. Um. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm probably not too sure about that rear wing. Yeah. That's why they're not focusing on it. Yeah. So when you see, then you're like, I made a mistake. I want my refund. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's. Hopefully, we can get that because that, that'd be that'd be kind of cool, but. Most likely not. Um, question from Rob. Thoughts on the XA GT that just sold, boys? Um, so he's talking about the one that sold at auction, the Phase 4, which only four were made, and only two are believed to be in existence from memory. It sold for just over two mil, I think, or two million dollars, um, making it the most expensive car, I believe, sold, like Australian car sold yep. um, of all time. You could get an F40. Yeah. For that money. Yep. That's... Having said that though, one of four being pretty exclusive. It is exclusive, but it's no F40. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think you're just paying for the exclusiveness. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's no F40. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. But it, it was pretty much a, a purpose-made race car. Yeah. Back in the 70s. <laughs> Again, it's a lot older than an F40. Um. Big 351, big cam, big carb, you know, just a, just a brawn of a car. Designed to win Bathurst. That's what it was made for. Um, big cars, right? Thing is massive. Yeah, huge car. So, um, not a delicate uh, little V8 twin turbo like an F40. It's it's a it's a muscle car. Um, so, in terms of exclusivity, yes, $2 million. That's that's what you're going to pay to get, to get your foot in, even near one. Um too much, possibly, but at this point, at, at the same time, it's always with with the F forty. You can grab another F forty at any time. When there's two currently in existence of a car, you can't. You know, in the, the time it's up for auction is when you get to kind of put your hands on it. Otherwise, I mean, you can always offer the owner money, but that can go up yeah. anywhere. I mean, those those like twenty six million dollar US dollar um, like Ferraris and stuff like those really really old ones like they're one of like three or something yeah. like that. I mean, it, it, they're in, it's in that kind of same category of just there there is none, there is just those like that's it. So, when, by that standard, it's a bargain. By that standard, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I could just, I could make a box outside and call it a car and say, "Yep, this is one of one. Uh, I, I want to charge three million for it." Scott, you interested? I think I'll pass. <laughs> That was very kind of you. <laughs> uh, can I get it on like uh, some kind of payment plan? What kind of payment plan? Well, I could pay like a dollar a week indefinitely. <laughs> He's never going to be paid off. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to live three million weeks. Um, can I just say something, Scott? You're looking a lot like Tyrone today with the hat. You are you are replacing Tyrone. 
I'm fitting in well. You're fitting in very well. You even got tattoos, so... I, I, I know. That kind of helps. It, it does. <laughs> All you need to do is start liking Harley Davidson pictures and... Uh, <laughs> and dodge charges. Dodge charges on Facebook. And, <laughs> and, and you're, and you're here. <clears throat> See, Tyrone, if you're not here, you can't fight back on the digs. Yep. yep. <laughs> exactly right. Um, We'll move it forward to Car of the Week. Our favourite time because I want to get Car of the Week done early so we can put the we can put the um, the, poll up. the poll up early. Oh, okay, that, yeah, that is pretty idea. important. Yeah, um, and then we get to what would you rather towards the end of, of, of like after that. So, um, where where is that Tyrone? Uh, yeah, we don't know where he is either. Um, either Rob. So thanks for asking the question. Um, so Car of the Week, you know the rules. We all find a car during the week that has to be for sale. Um, it's in the classifieds online wherever. If you find it. You know, by all means, bring it in. Now, this one that I've got is quite an interesting car. Now, I've already met, I mentioned this to you Friday night, Scott. Yes, I know it. Um, but this car to me is, if I had this money laying around, I would I would be on it like no BS. This this is this is the car for me. So, what it is, it's it's a Merc. Mm-hmm. Now, you, now I, I know I like having, having my mercs on this show, but it is a genuine C36 AMG, original good condition. Um, it's he's asking 10, 10 grand, two months registration, can negotiate for twelve. Comes with roadworthy and all parts, but the best part because these cars only came as an automatic, it's been manual swapped. Okay, uh, uh-huh. it's got a manual out of a one ninety D five six manual, so. That's the car there. Now, this makes it a really, really interesting buy because the reason why people didn't like these cars was because they only came as an automatic. And uh, that's why they're like, oh, well, the M3 comes as both. And this was supposed to be BMW, oh, sorry, Mercedes M3s. Um, M3s, you can show that up. There. That is yeah. clean. It is clean. Uh, it's pretty clean looking. Um, M3 Fighter. That's, yeah, good, man. Yep. That's perfect. Um, so that was supposed to be the Fighter, but... It was more of a. It was a. It was better built than the U thirty six. They tend to have lasted a bit, bit better. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tyler Hoovy. Yeah. Um, yeah, from Hoovy's Garages. He's got. He's got one of each, and he reckons the um, the C thirty six is the much better car, even though it's done more kilometers. Um, but having said that, they were kind of let down by the automatic gearbox. This one's had that problem done for you. Ten grand, you're getting a you're getting a C thirty six AMG with a manual. Um, that kind of makes it really, really cool and interesting, and I think ten grand is a really good price. Yeah, considering the next model, the C forty threes, are going for about twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's what the V eight quite quite the bargain. So thoughts, Alan? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. It's nothing compared to my car. No, oh, please. But uh, I'll <laughs> let uh, I'll let Scott go first. Okay, so I got something. It's a Ford, nineteen eighty two. Oh, so is it a Falcon? It's a Ford Fairmont Gear European Sports Pack. Ooh, ESP. I like these cars. Now, I don't know anything about these. I didn't even know that they actually existed. Yeah. Going by the pictures, to me, I don't like them. I has, think they're rather ugly. Has it got a 351 in it? Uh, well, so what it says is you've still got the original 4.9 liter oh, yeah. that's been it's built. And it's got six hundred and five horsepower. Oh, it's been so it's it's been it's been upgraded. Yes, so full built. Um, 
paperwork, receipts. The works. It, it's got everything. Everything's been done to it. So since you already kind of know a little bit about them, yeah, um, how much? Um. Oh, it's an XEESP. Yes. So it'd be an eighty-two. Yeah. Um, I would say you'd be looking at probably thirty grand onwards. Okay. Not even close. Would you like to try guessing again? Fifty grand. Nope. <laughs> um. What, what was I'll, I'll, I'll read a little bit. So it's completely been restored from the ground up. Yep. Um. So it's original, complied, matching number. Well. He's rights where it's been rebuilt. Yada yada yada. Nine inch diff. All original. Too much to mention. Is it a manual or auto? Um, Automatic. Says it's auto here. Okay. Three speed auto. Yep. Um, engines from here has only done 1600Ks now since rebuild. Since rebuild, yep. So it'd be just run in. Yep. It's got a trophy, so it's won a trophy at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants 80 grand for this car. <clears throat> 80, you reckon? I don't know. Wrong. We're getting hotter or colder. Uh, you're getting there. But you got to get into the six figures. No, yes. really? Are you kidding me? The six figures. That's what? That's not going to win Ah man, that's what like one hundred and fifty? Oh, a bit too much there. One ten. A bit more. One twenty. One twenty nine five hundred. No, it, it can't be. Not for an ESP. What? That uh, tell me he's dreaming. No. Everyone should, no, I was going to say everyone should message him and just offer him like five bucks, but <laughs> <laughs> I, we can't condone that here on, uh, here on Car Talk. Harassing people's not nice. Okay, I get it. it it's kind of cool because it's got like the box flares um, that, it, it looks like the old V8 supercars. Uh, sorry, the, the old, uh, uh, sorry, XE, XE race car. But $129,000. Yeah, no. Not, it's... It, it isn't worth it, Scott. I'm Pictures sorry. Aren't loading. Pictures aren't loading. See, I, I wasn't quite sure because I don't really know much about them at all. So that's what it used to look like. Um, and now it's been converted into... So what that. did what did the European ones come with then? If um, they didn't come with that wide body kit. So they, <laughs> they just came with like like a little a little kit. Um, they were two-tone. They had orange pinstripes. They had uh, gold flake wheels. Gold, gold snowflakes. Um... Different headlights. Uh, they actually had a fog light in them. Um, yeah, you're good there, Alan. Um, they had shield seats. You could get them with a full electrics. They were a really, really nice car for like. They were like you know the top end Ford you could buy. Um, the upgraded suspension. Yeah. They were. They were. They were. They were good. They were decent. Um, but yeah, that's that's a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. Well, I yeah, as I said, I hadn't heard of them so. I didn't know if they actually came with that wide body, but as you mentioned, that's a that's bit a, of an add-on. Yeah, just a little bit. But yeah, one hundred and twenty-nine grand. That's a lot of money. That's, a lot of money. Yeah, that's an interesting car to throw down. Um, we'll move it on to Next the winner. <laughs> is, straight is, is, is straight any, to the winner. Is there any call you against? Get the champagne. Uh, <laughs> this, this is more so for kind of the things that are set on the ad. So what I have is a two thousand six. FPV uh, Pursuit or Super Pursuit. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is in white with two red stripes on it. Was it in 2004, you said? 2006. 
So it'll be a beer. It's a beer for suit, yep. yes. Uh, it is 12 and a half grand. Manual or auto? Uh, hold on. I'd just Even if it was auto, that's still pretty cheap. That's cheap, as uh, Auto. There's got to be a catch. What's the catch? So the, Done 500,000 kilometers? Um, he comes with it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> just going to read come with the description. <laughs> and this is probably the catch because I don't think anyone's going to buy it. Number one. No, I will not take 10,000. I don't care if I keep this car for a century. I will not sell it for this price. <laughs> you know that's a legit buyer two, right there. Two. Do not contact me if you have your if you don't have your funds ready. I'm not interested in having a one hour chat to be then told you don't have any money ready. Three. Speak to your wife, your husband, your uncle, your dog, your cat before contacting me. Do not contact me if you are unsure of buying a car. Number four, I'm not going a cent under 12500 Do not bother explaining to me why I should. I will not drop a cent. Number five, the car is being sold with Rego, but no roadway certificate. Do not ask. Um, and then it just says, it's time to sell my daily F- uh, BFFPV Pursuit. The car is standard besides a catback exhaust, and he's recently serviced the car, put four brand new tires, and replaced the battery. Um, the previous owner fitted an external transmission cooler and did a full reco on the transmission around 30,000 kilometers ago. Um, so allegedly it, it, it's eliminated the milkshake problem that yep, the, yeah. the ZF gearbox has had. Uh, it's sitting at 190,000 Ks. So That's apparently not bad for 12, 12 yeah, it hasn't been in any kind of accident. Um, but the buyer is very, let's just say specific. The, the, the seller. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, the seller. My apologies. I'll put up Can a little... Uh, just one second. I'll throw up on here. Here it is. It actually looks alright. looks pretty clean. Um, not sure about the red stripes. But... Yeah, like there... Some things could be said about the way the, the seller is going about putting, it, putting the ad up. But it may be a response to people harassing them, so... I, yeah. I do see a lot of that kind of stuff with um, people selling things on on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. You get people wanting to trade, and then you just get rubbish people saying, okay. "Yeah, I got you know always cash, cash right now. We take yeah. eight grand yeah. and stuff like that, cash." Yeah, that's the worst, isn't it? It's annoying. Yeah, so maybe the uh, the seller's got a reason for this, but overall, if you just I guess check the ad for itself, um, given the cars, you know, one hundred ninety thousand Ks on a Falcon, it's not a whole lot. I mean, um, it's got the BF, so it's got the the good timing chain, so yeah. the, the engine will be all right, you know, yeah. engine will be all right. Uh, the my question is, it's been badged, but that's okay. Um, that auto transmission in those, do they get? Is it the ZF later on? They got that's got a ZF. It's got yeah. the ZF. That's got a, okay. Uh, the milkshake issue that he was talking about was when the uh, <laughs> transmission cooler and the coolant mixed together. And it just pretty much just destroys the the transmission, but that's oh, got okay. external oil cooler, so that renders that problem. Yep. Because or, originally with these cars, they they would have the uh, transmission fluid f- flowing into a part of the, yep. the radiator, wouldn't it? That's correct. Yeah, that, that sounds like a bad idea altogether. But uh, Ford, what can I say? Yeah. So, um, these are three interesting cars. I told you I'm winning. It's gone. Nah, Obje- objectively, I've got the best car on the, for the best deal. Come on, you no, know it. You it's don't. Not too. It isn't bad, bad though. I, I just can't believe how cheap it is. Exactly. Especially for a Ute. Yeah. I mean, Utes always hold their value a lot more. But you know what though? The, the, the... I mean, XR6 Turbo Utes cost more than that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of like you know that's why I was kind of thinking, geez, that's pretty cheap. It's very cheap. Um, I yeah, I, 
I've never seen especially BF that cheap. That's that's very cheap. Um, there has to be a cash. Uh, well, my best advice is seeing as the car isn't being sold with the roadworthy, ask the owner uh, or seller if they're willing to let you take the car to your own mechanic to see what it needs for a roadworthy. If they say no, that usually means walk away. <laughs> uh, because I, I, I find it to be just a fair point. If you're not offering a roadworthy car um, or a car with a roadworthy, you should at least allow the seller to be able to check what it needs for yes, the roadworthy. Definitely. Um, if you're not allowing that, then... I, I can only assume you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I did myself uh, in the past. I was even selling it with a roadworthy, but he still wanted his own mechanic to check over. I was like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that if you if you've got to sell, that allows you to do that. You're usually in a great deal situation um, because if somebody's kind of willing to let you take the, or has you know somebody they don't even know, I guess check out the car uh, and find any kind of problems with it. They clearly have faith that the car's good. Uh, and that's if as long as you can do that, I think it's a pretty good deal. I think so too. Um, oh, but I don't, I don't know what to pick here because because you're biased and you're a hipster and you need an AE for what is it? Um, sorry, a C forty six, a C thirty six, sorry, C thirty six AMG. That's how old now, Maddie? Well, it's like kind of pretty much spank bang in the middle of, of both your cars. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mine's a little bit on the high end, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little bit. Um, oh, I mean, the only thing that's got you, like, that's, it looks mad because it's got, like, the the full, like, race car spec. Um, numbers matching. You know, it's it's an original car in that aspect, but, but it's... the price cannot be justified. That's ridiculous. 129500 I like that, though. Not 130 No, no, no. no. 129.5. Sounds, oh, no. sounds cheaper. It does. Yeah. Should have gone one twenty five nine nine nine, and have O and O at the end of it. Um, uh, the BF is cheap for is. for a BFU. That's remarkably cheap. But I'm gonna t- I'm gonna give it to my to my C thirty six. Of course you are. What else would we expect? <laughs> Scott, back me up here. That is that is as a car that doesn't exist. Okay, C thirty sixes are surprisingly very rare. Now C thirty six. That was a first time the amg had their own factory so they grabbed don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure they grabbed just a normal c series and then took them to their shop and added everything yeah added everything and added everything into it while beforehand amg was just like a bits and pieces so you could get amg i don't know front bumper and stuff kind of put on bits and pieces this is when they finally were legit and went out on their own the 43 was their first inbuilt car, wasn't it, though? From what I know of, yes. Yeah. So, C- yeah, C36 kind of just... Started it. Hey, let's grab this. Let's just throw in a straight six straight into it. Yep. And then C43 kind of own own factory. So, it's no C43. I'm going to be clear about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not. Um, Adam Ward asks, is it a legit AMG or just bad? No, it is a legit AMG. Um, it's, got the, it's got the 3.6 straight six. Um, it's shit, Adam. Just vote for that. No, it's not. <laughs> um, it's, who, who voted for this? Yeah, see, who who's winning so far? Yeah, that's right. How um, dare you going to be banned from this page? <laughs> um, it's got all the, the AMG interior. It, it it looks pretty, you know, pretty legit. The kit's right. The wheels are right. Um, it's just been manual swapped. So, um, it's freaking old. What mid nineties? Mid nineties. Mid nineties. That's old. That's Redwood era. That's, that's great. That's, that's, that's a great time for everything electronic to go wrong in a car. 
That's from Europe. Those up until then, Mercedes were built quite well. Were they? They were. Yeah, I mean, the C43, eighty-nine, built quite well. You say that's done over five hundred thousand kilometers. Thank you very I don't much. Care. Built quite well, you say. It is built quite well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you had a C43. But C43, that thing was an absolute tank. Yeah, but um, once again, C43. We don't, we're making sure this is a C36. Still, it's an AMG I'm, car. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've been in a C43. Sorry, in a C63. Oh, C36. And it hammered. Like, it went good. It, yeah. it was. I haven't, I haven't been in one, so I can't um, comment how well they go. My, my mechanic actually uh, rebuilt the engine because the guy wanted to freshen up because he used to track it and everything. And um, he took me, my mechanic took me in it and he planted his foot and it was just, it LS the rear end. Like it was just, it was, it went good. Traction light was going ham but not doing anything. <laughs> so he was, it's got plenty of torque. you can't permanently turn, turn off. Turn off, yeah. Um, but it went mad. And I was like, yeah, this is, these are pretty sick. He's like, yeah, these are, these are, these are cool cars. You know what would go matter? A BF Pursuit. It would, but would it go as good as a manual swapped C thirty six? Yes, the ZFs are all right. The ZFs a good transmission. Yeah. Um, but BF Pursuits the five point four. Five point four, yeah. Yeah. Quad cam, two ninety kilowatt. Um. Yeah. You can't tell me your C thirty six is two hundred ninety kilowatts. <laughs> no, it doesn't have that much power. But I, I'm taking I'm taking the the C thirty six just because it's it's different. Because you're hipster. Not because I mean he calls me a car hipster, Scott. If, I don't car know. hipster. Yeah, he calls me the car he hipster. Okay. Think about the things he's kind of thrown down and everything else. He, the hipster comes out. You, you're yeah, the you're right. the freaking hipster. You're you're the voice of reason here, Scotty. So I'm the voice of reason. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> a bad voice to have as reason. Me, all right. So uh, so. Which car do you think? Uh, I'm sitting here and thinking and thinking. And should that's... be a car of the week. The only thing you've got going for you is that a pursuit's very cheap. Exactly. Bargain. Yep. And we're all about bargains here. We are about bargains, but having said that, a C36 with a manual swap, engineered, everything done. Well, it didn't say engineered. But... Yeah. See, but... you throw, you are lying. No. You're, you're throwing out points about this car <laughs> that doesn't exist. Good luck getting that car engineered. But it'd be, it, 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 it'd be possible if it's been. But it's already come with a roadworthy. Yeah, it comes with roadworthy, so it'd have to. It'd have to do it. So who cares about engineering? Yeah. Um. What are you feeling, Scott? I think just because it already comes with rego roadworthy and everything, I'd go for the C thirty six. Yes. The BF, I would go with, but I'm unsure as to why it's still that cheap. That's the only reason why I'm looking at it. If it said, you know, it comes with roadworthy, they'd be like. Hell yeah. But it uh, doesn't come with one. Just because it's not. That's the only thing that's turning me. And the fact also is that, I mean, like... Look how happy he is. Yeah. He is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he calls me a Ford guy. Yes, I'm a Ford guy, but like... But you're a hipster first. I'm not Ford guy second. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Um, I just think that a C36 with a manual gearbox is freaking awesome. Like, come on. I want to just buy the M3, huh? Yeah, because can. I don't want an M3, because uh, then I'd be a sheep. And buy, sorry, oh, stop right. this. <laughs> wait, wait. None take. <laughs> then, then I'd be a sheep. That sounds like the words of a hipster. Do they not? That's true. That Would you true. look at that? Matty J proving a point. He's growing the beard out, too. I am growing the beard out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you. I, I like C36 AMGs. I, uh, AMGs. Uh, and and I like E E thirty six 
M3. M3s. But I reckon the C36 is a better looking car. I really like that shape of that that C class shape. And I reckon that they they're well they're better built. Um like they're a tank. Like old Mercedes are tanks. And in, in terms of like if I want that pure driving pleasure, yes, I'd probably go for the go for the BMW. Um just because they they do come with a manual and C thirty sixes are flying in price. Like I saw one at auction go for like over twenty five grand. Ooh, um, okay. So uh and you can get them in a coupe. And I, and I I do I do like the coupe body, so I'd I'd probably take one if it, if it was that the case. But in this instance, it's a manual swap C thirty six, and I don't care. Yeah, of course you don't care because you want to win, and and you know and you don't win, and I, you you're just mad that I got the perfect car this week. It's not the perfect car, like it's, it's ten grand, man. It'd be the perfect it's ten car, grand. It'd be the perfect car if it came a manual. From factory, not doing this half-assed. But this guy's made speed shit. No, nah, I mean this guy's made it perfect. So no, he... this guy's made it. okay, look, I'll be honest with you. FPVs compared to HSVs, FPVs don't hold their value as well. Unless they're like a like a limited model. That is ridiculous for how cheap that car is. Like that is a lot of car for the money. That is like let's go buy it. I mean, XR6 turbos, you two can't get that cheap. Yeah, no way. No. So I've looked. Yeah. <laughs> Recently. <laughs> <laughs> so. In in that aspect, yeah, that that is a steal. But for the pure fact that it hasn't been that I haven't seen it been done, and it's for sale and it's ten grand, C thirty six all the way. Now I just want to prove a point. Go buy this Ute. Go buy the Ute. <laughs> go like, buy it. See, buddy. Yeah. Well, cool. if you do, if you do end up getting it, and it's good condition, then you take it back. You reverse. Then the I'll, I'll reverse my decision. Yeah, I'll reverse. That'll be decision. twelve and a half grand well spent. <laughs> yeah, it'll be so worth it's, it. It's about being right. It's the principle. <laughs> yeah. Just the proof of point. Yeah. If, if that was a turbo Ute, um, I'd be very much down. Uh, so if that was a tornado, you'd buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen tornadoes go about. I, say, I don't see many of them around. Tornadoes at are rare all. as like typhoons are rare. You think typhoons typhoons are rare? Tornadoes, tornadoes are like non-existent. Yeah. So I can't remember the last time I seen a tornado. Like that's how long ago. Because um, you end up getting that kind of coupe feel, even though it's not. It's a Ute, but I mean, just ask Anthony. He's got an XS6 Ute, yeah. and yeah. and like this is the guy that like hates hates Fords, but he like he reckons the car's a ball. So he's, he's like it's it's a two door sports car essentially. So, um, and you can buy a TV and put it on the back. Yes, comes handy sometimes. Mm, and you beautiful. can um, put put a big tarp and put some water in there, and then you've got like a got a pool. You do, yeah. Or you got Nesky if you just chuck it full of ice. And yes. But those hot summer. That summer. sounds like you buy like a few bags of ice and throw a dead body in there and like transport it so <laughs> no one smells it. You just see the water dripping out, transporting organs. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that reminds you of? It reminds you of um, what was that the movie Rat Race? Oh, okay. Where, yeah, where yeah. they when they've got the. Are they, were they trans- was that with Rowan Atkins? And yeah. Stuff? yeah, yeah. They're transporting a heart or something, and yep. it's like it was in the ice. And yeah, it... sorry, I forget. You don't watch movies, Alan? No, I do watch movies. I just didn't watch movies as a kid because I was raised under a rock. Yes, right? yes. it was hard living under that rock. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Patrick Star. Thank um, you. Yeah, I thought that was that, that was worth the call. So you have to pick, even though you're not going to win. I'm picking the the FPV. Why wouldn't I? Okay. Well, I picked, I picked the best car, and I stand by it. Fair point. Almost to the point where I'd buy that car. Go buy it. Go do it. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't because tell him you tell me you wouldn't do it because given how angry the seller seems to be, <laughs> <laughs> I 
He'd probably do a police check on you and everything beforehand. Oh, he's 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 of Indian descent. I don't know. Yeah, so could be a bit dodgy there. Could be, could be. So we won't take the risk. I mean, I'm looking at a Mustang instead. So, so tell us about these Mustangs you're looking at. Uh, I'll, I'll throw down the sad story. I guess I didn't mention that, did I? Hold on. No. So a few weeks back, or just two weeks back, really, uh, there was a lovely '67 Mustang. Um, in well, I forget which red it was, but standard red. Was it the one you your dad finally convinced you said, yeah, "All right, let's go have a look," and yeah. it got sold? Yeah, I think yeah. yeah, you did mention this one. Yeah, so I don't think I mentioned it on the other. Oh, I might have, but yeah, so it was a lovely '67 in red. Um, pretty much everything inside the interior was pretty reconditioned. Everything was sweet. Had factory aircon. It had a Viper alarm system, and came with a roadworthy. So and it was local. How, as well. how much were they asking? Thirty one. That's all right. So it and that I, had a 302 as well, right? Uh, was it 289? I think this one was a 289. Okay, that's all right. And uh, yeah, everything was sweet. It was local, and I, you know, I had my dad had agreed to actually go take a look at it too. So kind of, I had all my ducks in line, and right before I pulled the trigger, it's been sold, and it broke my heart. It broke my heart, but yeah, <laughs> and now like. Because I saw that example, it's kind of skewed me a bit because seeing like what I would argue is one of the kind of more bargain priced ones, given what was offered. Yeah, I I look at like the other ones, the other sixty sevens particularly on offer, and I'm like, you know, deserve that kind of money. Because there's one another one that I've been looking at. It's in like country Victoria. It's at about thirty two thousand. It doesn't have air conditioning. It will come with a roadworthy, but it does need a bit more work, uh, like gauges and stuff aren't working and whatnot. So, kind of having gone from that clean example... They're asking the same money, though? Uh, a grand more. Oh, no. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So, it's... Um, the person that bought that car uh, steal. Yeah. So, I spoke to the this this other Mustang owner, and initially they said they were they were negotiable on the price. But after they'd gotten the car back from the mechanic, they said they weren't very negotiable. They, they'd wanted me to come and see the car in person and then negotiate, which I can That's totally understand. Yeah. But... Given that they are nearly 300 kilometers away, mm. it's, it's a difficult prospect. Oh, okay. Ideally, yeah, okay. I would like a situation where I say, "What is the bottom price you will let go of the car for?" And if I weigh the money, yeah, if, if, it'll be a truck will be honest way to pick it up. Yeah. yeah, given given the information I have about the car, if it's accurate, then I'd go down and see it and just do the deal. But if I know at this price I would not accept the car, I I don't feel comfortable going wasting my own time, wasting that person's time. Yeah. If they if they were closer, I think it'd be a lot easier. Yep, now that makes sense. Yeah, so yep. going three hours and coming three hours, and yeah, just being disappointed the entire way back doesn't, yeah, doesn't really appeal to me. Um, but yeah, just keep looking, I guess. That's it. Anyone that has a sixty-seven or sixty-eight Mustang for a good price, let me know. But yeah, good price is debatable. <laughs> well, have you thought about um, just importing one? I have. Um, it's, it's a lot harder to do now, though. Yeah. And because Mustang values seemingly kind of picking up in the States as well. Yep. So I've kind of... I, I, the ship hasn't sailed, I feel. But the ship is kind of sailing away. So it's about to, yeah. Yeah. So my ideal situation is just not having to deal with, I guess, the import approval everything else. Waiting for the car to get on the boat and, you know, possibly given Australia's situation, having the boat turned around. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna stop the boats <laughs> uh, but it, it, it is still an option it's just 
I think depending on how it goes, you can end up paying just as much as you could possibly get one for. Sometimes you will save money. It's just yeah, yeah, it's all about kind of. Uh, I'm not very well, I guess, versed in importing cars. Yeah, there are experts out there that are willing to help. Well, there's a company that I know of. I'll, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but off air, I'll quickly find it and I'll point towards it. Yeah, They're connected to a, a company that I've used to import okay. my car. Not from America, but somewhere else. Yeah. But. That is always an option, I guess, when you're looking at something that is imported. And sometimes it's just it's just hard. Yeah, and sometimes I like with those companies they actually send people there to go look at look at the car and and they give you like a full inspection. The waiting kills you though. Yeah, what's well, on the boat's got to come over, and then you're just getting these emails of things that you need to pay off. And you're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Then it's got to go and get complied, mm. and then you can finally pick it up. It's the best day. Yeah. Anyway, I'm talking about different cars. Well, you you're talking. I feel more. Japanese imports, Japanese style, yes. And then you you realize that the petrol inside the car is like four weeks old at this point, and you revved it too high. And no, so that's <laughs> what I made sure. First thing I did, straight to the petrol station, ninety eight octane in yeah. it. Uh, it was like it was that low, was maybe about eighty dollars worth put in it. Fire Still up. hadn't even clicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Could have taken more, but I was like, that's that's enough. That, yeah, that's, that's all you've had happened. enough. <laughs> That's all it's having. <laughs> but all I could picture was the people at the docks just revving it and flooring it off. They do that. Oh, for sure. I did have something. The the car mats disappeared on their way because I had the original pictures and it had floor yeah, mats there. Right. Did you say something about that? And then when I when it came to me, it was gone. Uh, I did, but there's nothing they can do about it. Like, there's no way. They don't know if it happened over there in Japan. Or if it happened when it just arrived here. There's, mm. there's nothing you can do. I mean, people have had head units taken out of their cars. And so, nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I think I know um, certain auction places, they actually take the shifter knob off the car and then they mail it to whoever kind of wins the auction. Because apparently those go missing. Oh, what? really? Yeah. Far out, that's weird. They or It might also be a anti-kind of theft measure too. But yeah, I've I've heard um, this is I guess part of the post of a I think it might be the Facebook post of an import company, and they're saying yeah a lot of cars uh, they just take the shifter knob off. So you get the shift knob first, but you're still waiting <laughs> for the car. <laughs> please please present shift knob when picking up the car. Yeah, that's <laughs> anyway. Um, bad news with my brother's car. Yes, we should. Yeah, yeah it's that. bad news. Um, basically, if you're a listener of the show, you'll know that he um, just had his head gasket done, um, bigger turbo, uh, head studs, cooler, intake, uh, all, all the supporting mods, basically, to make his car, his Forester XT, get to 200 safely, do it, do it every day. Um, took us to the place to get tuned. Uh, it made good power. It made 220-something on the, on the dyno, and then it spun a bearing. And um, it's fair to say he's pretty upset. Uh, so now he's in the dilemma of should he rebuild and should he go forge? But the thing is, he doesn't want he doesn't want to perform. He just wants a, a quick, fun daily. He doesn't want anything over the top. So he's like, should he do that? Should he just rebuild it as it is, or should he just get a short block from Subaru and just whack it in and try again? Um, probably just get an LS. Isn't LS that what everyone does? Yeah, LS the world. LS the world. 
It'll fit. Just sell less one in there and there you go. Just, just extra mang mang. Uh, See, I don't know about the LS fitting, but you can a barrel wouldn't throw fit. a K20 in there. Sesame um, says I hate Hondas, and now you're talking about K20s. But they can be thrown into like 600 horsepower pretty quickly. Um, but, but in very ghetto circumstances. <laughs> Didn't the Booster the Boost Boys, boys yeah. did that in a Subaru? Yeah. yeah. But I think they've ruined that engine twice already. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even tune their cars, or they just like whack all this booster to it, and that's it? They, um, I guess they, they've gone through some changes. The Their preferred tuner uh, is a gentleman named Brent, who runs, uh, or he ran, a company called PFI Tuning. Um, and I think there was, I think their lease ended on their, their workshop, and they've essentially been looking for a new workshop. Yep. So I think in the meantime, they've been like street tuning. <laughs> um, which okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, if if this car was like you know what 200, 200 300 horsepower, you can street tune pretty easily. Six hundred is just plain yeah, dangerous. dangerous yeah. Just plain dangerous on the street. Um, uh, not yeah, I'm not going to be one to judge, but I don't think it's very easy. And uh, yeah, I think that might have contributed to the, to the fact that the you know when I was living at my mum's. Um, I was actually just going home from work and this guy in a WRX, I heard it coming around the street. He was driving around the block for ages and it was popping and, and, and um, oh, it was running like absolute garbage. I turned around, it was a GC8 and there's a guy in the passenger seat with, with a laptop. It's barely idling and it's pop, 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 like just, just, just dying. And I'm like, what the hell? Anyway, it comes around again, it's starting to run better. Comes running against running better, and then he's then he's full, then he's hitting boost down my street. I'm just like I'm like okay, <laughs> and I, then I generally I'm like oh, they probably they probably it sounds like they're tuning it. I'm just like the funny thing is though, this car is still going. <laughs> I still see what <laughs> so I go. He's done an alright job. Then. It, it did did a good job. So you know, full um full credit to Mister Street Tuner because <laughs> I've been offered street tunes twice for the Rexy. Um, both times now. Both times, yeah. I said no because. Well, one of the gentlemen, he wanted to charge me more than a dyno tune would cost. So <laughs> okay, I said, well, "How about no?" no you know, like he he did have a dyno, but it was a hub dyno, oh, yeah. and he only had it uh, set for two yeah. two Pretty wheels. Well. Um, so he said he'd later on get a I guess all four wheel dyno action going on. But he's a, he claimed for the power I wanted, uh, he could just street tune it. But then when I inquired the price, yeah, he wanted like twelve hundred dollars, and I said. No thanks. You know, I'll, I'll, I don't want to say no thanks. I didn't want to break his heart, but I said I'll, I'll get back to you when I got the cash ready. Yeah. And uh, I never got back to him. <laughs> Five years later, still don't have the cash. <laughs> <laughs> never got the cash ready. Well, the only thing I've kind of, I guess, tuned on my own on the street is a boost controller in the Evo. Okay. So that's you know on a on a road. Um, in Mexico. In, in Mexico, Mexico, where you've got a. <laughs> floor it up so you can hit full boost and mess around with all the dialing and everything like that so um i did that on my own yes how did that take to adjustment did you did you feel the adjustment like did you feel yeah because at first when it was all put in it was just on default so it was only making about eight psi and that's that's like 10 psi short of what it should be making yeah so i could feel it when um when it was first done and put in i went for a drive God, that felt so slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you uh, up the boost? Up the boost, and then it was just happy on around about 19 psi. Yeah. You could do just you know, bypass the, uh, what do you call it, the wastegate, 
Let's see what it does. <laughs> and then you know where it's unhappy. Yeah. And you just go under that. Just under. Just under. Just, just and, under. And you'll be safe. That's the, the ultra kind of ghetto tune. Oh, yeah, man. But, um, yeah, my brother's pretty pretty upset. Rightfully so. Um, like... Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't after making massive power. He just yeah. wanted like just to give it a bit of a tickle because he did all the right supporting mods. They're, they're like to him, oh, because the head gasket went. Um, it's probably a sign that that the um that the engine was like the bottom end was on its way out. But the bottom end was fine. It's just it was yeah it was done done a lot of kilometers. But you didn't, I don't think they should have run as much boost as they did. Um. So you think it was a boost thing, not like oil? That no, it was fresh oil. Like yeah, you know, he 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 did pretty much the yeah. You know, flushed all the, all the fluids and um yeah it was running it was running really really nicely strange because i understand why it does it with the rb26s with the oil starvation yeah um but yeah not with the wrx's yeah so EJs. yeah yeah i mean and it's uh, when you go into any kind of tuning situation it's written everywhere that it's all, obviously yeah. it's your responsibility if the car does blow up but you put a sense of faith in the tuner if you've done something very much wrong with the car and it blows up, it's, it is clearly your fault. But if you've gone in there with the intention of kind of just getting a slight increase in power um, somewhere very, very safe and the car was taken over that in the first place and you're just shit out of luck at this point, yeah. you've just been told you need a new engine, it's, it stings a lot um, because you put your faith in them to know what they're doing. And... Um, like I, once again, I'm not going to straight up blame them, but yeah, no, I mean it's it, it's definitely a factor of, of it being an an older engine has done like a lot of kilometers. Yeah. Um, but I still think that it. I feel it was preventable. I I think so too. Like I don't think I don't think they should have put them pumped that much boost to it. Like I, I know I know my brother was hoping for like around 200 ish, and it would have done that pretty much fine. Um, because like the said the guy said to him, these will do 200 fine. They'll last about 150,000 k's. Like if if you're beaning on it. Um, so I think he's just, he's got bad luck, um, in, in a way, bad luck. Um, I mean, the fact that the car, yeah, like had the, the head gasket issue as soon as he got it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the car, it's a really lovely car. Like it drives really, really nicely. It's, it's got no other issues with it. Um, but that's just, yeah. So that, that's his dilemma. Um, he's probably, probably going to come on the show Tuesday night, and we're going to talk yeah. more about it. But um, I feel the best course of action is, I guess, trying to source the cheapest short block. Thing is, he, he at this stage he doesn't want to go for a second hand one; he wants to go for a new one. Yeah, uh, either that or just rebuild his butt. It's, it's actually cost. It's actually cheaper to buy a short block than it is to rebuild it. That's that's the dilemma. And he's like, he's like, do I do I put my trust in getting it rebuilt, or do I just just get another block and just 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 whack my heads on it and and just you know stick it in because it's essentially um like for for peace of mind i'd probably go for a new block yeah that way you just you just know from the get-go um you know you don't have to like yeah there's awesome engine builders and stuff like that you don't have to worry about that but just starting from a nice clean slate yeah with with engine rebuilding it's always like you want everything kind of done by one place um, yep. like in, up to the even including the tune because I feel if one group's kind of done I guess the the block part one group's done like the turbo and the performance parts and then the third group's kind of done the tuning if something does end up going wrong there's too much finger pointing going on 
Yeah, they were just, like, just blaming like, no, each They other. did that. They yep. built it wrong. No, they put the parts on wrong. They tuned it wrong. And you're kind of stuck in the middle just going back and forth between people trying to get somebody to kind of take the blame, really, because yep. it's not your fault. You've, you've paid the money to get the work done. Yep. Um, and it's, I mean, the one person that kind of could, I guess, do that. all of that is the people that kind of fucked up the car in the first place. Yep. So I don't know if you want to, yeah, I don't think the, the trust is there. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not pointing fingers, and my brother's not pointing fingers, but he's just, he's just more, more or less annoyed. Yeah. At this point, like, um, because everyone's like to him, oh, if it's just a head gasket, you just replace the head gasket, uh, you know, and then you should be fine. Um, but some people are saying, oh, if a Subaru blows a head gasket, you should really rebuild it. Otherwise, you just, it's just gonna, you know, not, not be reliable. So he's like, he's like, I'm happy to spend the money, but he's like, I should have just done it while it was out. And he's like, now the fact that he's like, I'm not gonna have a car for about another month until until the whole thing, yeah. the whole process. He's like, it's like, it's just, it's just shit in that aspect, you know. Um, and like, and like, look, those cars will make 200 plus kilowatts easy, but reliability factor comes into place. And you know, and my brother's like, he's just after a daily, nothing too crazy. So, um, I mean, the guy, the guy programmed the tune into it with, with pretty much cut all the boost out of it, so it'd be a good running tune. So it'd be pretty much at the power level that came out when it was factory. Um, so he's like, that's ready to go for the car. He's like, well, once he's ready, once the, the engine's been run in, he's like, then we can up the boost again and, 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 and get it to get it to its good number. But it's just another process and he's, he's just gonna have to wait. And if I can tell he's, I can tell he's pretty bloody annoyed. Um, like I've never seen my brother so devastated in ages. Um, he's like, cause he's just like, I just, I just want my car. He's like, that's, that's all I wanted. No, I've just, I wanted to give it a tickle, nothing, nothing over the top. And, um, I mean, yeah, cause he would have got him worked himself up so oh, much and that excited ready for it um yeah but that's pretty much car life yeah it sucks i mean he um he called the place up and he's like oh yeah like um he waited for he waited all day at work didn't get a call he's like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, how's the car he's like oh we're come in we're gonna have a chat came in there so they didn't call him to tell him they nah. fucked it oh they let him come they yeah say it in person yeah so he's because i i would expect to call immediately that something's gone wrong, you might. Well, it um, it did. It started to knock, have a rod knock at three grand, and then um, and, and it, it took it on the dyno again. Just no, 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 no. So it's um, so when we picked it up, um, it was okay. We got it home, and it was starting to really knock. And we're like, yeah, we're not going to drive it anymore. So we got it towed to our mechanic, and my mechanic started it and drove it into the workshop and just shook his head at my brother and just like fuck like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just, it's gone it's yeah he's like he's like i had this car running perfectly out of here like this this thing was like he, he spent late nights to get it done so he could get tuned on time and um i think it's just like a whole it's it's a bit shitty for everybody in that aspect because it's just like now the mechanics the mechanics like he's, he's upset because you gotta take more money off my brother he's like, he's like i didn't want to do that yeah yeah um he actually he, he actually felt for my brother but i feel for my brother in the fact that now he still has to wait because he got so excited like he was he was so happy to get his car back um and yeah all that work and time and money is pretty much pointless now he's got to take off the heads that, he, that he's just had redone he's gonna to have to buy another head gasket he can reuse the head studs because they're happy head studs he can, can use them again um i mean he's got all the performance parts there still so it's just it's just pretty much bolt in bolt out and and sorry bolt out bolt in um but having said that it's just a pain in the ass yeah time factor uh, because i'm a good man and i feel for him i'll sell my car <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're such a nice bloke Alan. Uh, top bloke, top bloke. Uh, low low price of 11 and a half 
What was your face like? <laughs> uh, how long how, how have we been going for time? Uh, we're about close to an hour. Close to an hour. Yeah. Um, do you want to do uh, what would you rather for tonight? If you've got one. Have you, sure. have you got time for a what would you rather, Scott? Ooh, no, I don't have anything off the top of my head. I said, do, do you have time for a, a what Do I have time? Yes. yes. Got nothing but time. Got nothing. Oh, yes. <laughs> All the time in the world. <laughs> All right, so my what would you rather is um a nod to Japanese cars. You know, I I do like I do like um my Japanese cars. I, I do like I do like all cars in general, really. But um the Redwood era '80s and '90s had some really really. I think I reckon that was the golden era for Japanese performance cars. Definitely. Um, because they were just going ham, and their cars were were pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So my. What would you rather is a Mitsubishi Starion Turbo or GSR wide body? You get the wide oh, body. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Or a Mark III Supra One uh, JZ Turbo because the later ones came with the One J for memory. They were a twin turbo. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. there. Yeah. It was One J twin turbo back then before yeah. it went to the single. Which and which Supra again? Uh, Mark III. Mark III. One, Mark III 1J. Because uh, no. the, the other ones came with a 7M GTE and they had massive head gasket issues. Yes, that went very good. Um, the, the 7M's a good engine. Um, if you replace the head gasket to a, to a better one, they're actually kind of pretty reliable. But um, interesting cars, tons of tech. Um, we're quite pricey. Both rear-wheel drive. One's a four-cylinder, one's a six-cylinder. The Supra's got more power. Um, but I reckon a Starion looks gangster. Uh, for me, easy decision, Supra. Supra? I'm not, before I better say, I'm not a Supra fanboy. Um, <laughs> You've got to make that clear, Scott. You've got to make, that, make clear. that clear straight away. Because, uh, you know, the later Supras, the Mark IVs and stuff, I, I don't really care about. I'm really? Not, like, well. Yeah, I'm, they're all right, but, you know, everyone's like, oh, 2JZ. Yeah, okay, 2JZ motor is fantastic, but... Yeah. I'm just not, you know, I'd have one, but I'm not a massive fanboy that just thinks it trumps trumps the world. Do you reckon they are worth the money? Uh, no. The money they're right now, pro- yeah. Probably the same, I'd say, as I do love 34 GDRs, but I still don't think they're worth six figures. Yeah. I think I'll go the Super as well. Interestingly, I really wanted a, uh, a Mark IV Super when I was on my P's. And that... I really saved myself from a bad decision, I think. Dude, if you would have got one now, you'd be laughing all the way to the bank. I, I would be laughing all the way to the bank, but I don't think I would have kept it. Why not? Because as soon as I got off my piece, I would have then wanted a Turbo Supra. Yeah. And yeah. I'd be... In... Oh, I thought you were thinking about getting a Turbo Supra. No, that's... Oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, no. I wanted a non-Turbo. Even the non-Turbos, though, I wouldn't have lost money on the non-Turbo. No, no they, they, they... Um, you wouldn't have lost money yeah. at all. Which is quite fun when you think about it, but I, I just would have been, you know, a 90s um, straight six... It's not good on fuel, and it's not the performance you want. Like without the turbo, it's not the performance you want. I mean, the GE is not exactly. It's only got like 160, 167 yeah. kilowatts, I think they were. Um, it's not bad for its time, though. Yeah, it's not bad, but it would have been an old tired engine without the turbo. I would have been like, look at me on my P plane with a Supra. Um, <laughs> so that being said, while but, I was, but you could always you could always GTE swap. Yeah, while I was, and I, I know a guy that that had a. That had a really nice uh, um, uh, later model Series Two Subaru, and um, really really nice car, and 
it was a non-turbo because he was on XPs. Then he it was a manual and everything, and he just put he dropped the turbo engine into it, and he's loving it. Nice. So he kept the five speed. Uh, I don't know that. I don't. Even, I don't know if you put the six because six speeds are worth drug money in them. But the five speeds is it the R one five four? I'm not too sure because they, they were putting a lot of things back then. Uh, yeah. Well, the R one five four and that all came in the chases and everything. Yeah. Oof, I mean, they're expensive too, anyway. Yeah. If you want to try and find one, if you can, just put a T fifty six. You never break it. <laughs> but while I was, um, yeah, on my I guess P train trying to P train, uh, P later <laughs> train, just trying to get a Supra. There was actually yeah a Mark three Supra that was for sale at a mechanic. We were just collecting oil at, and my dad was like, "This seems interesting. Isn't this the car you want?" I said, "Well, it's the older model, but you will have a look." And uh, the the mechanic was actually very keen to sell it to me. Because it had a blown head gasket. Yeah, seven <laughs> <laughs> M. Yep. But it just the car itself. Um, it's it epitomizes kind of that eighties and nineties look. That that very much Radwood, as you said, pretty sharp, pretty nice. Um, I, I could see myself in that Supra. Not, the Styron's still good, um, but I, I see myself rather in the Supra. If I'm going to go, you know, an old. Japanese sports Japanese car. sports car. I want the six cylinders. <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point. Um, you know, Grasso, good friend of the show. He, he he was looking when he was looking for his first car. His mechanic had a uh, had a Supra, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll give it to you." Um, I think it was seven hundred bucks. It was a Mark Three. He's like, "Oh, I'll, you know, I'm I'm definitely interested. Went and had a look at it. It's got a warped head." <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, I'll probably pass on that one." Um, but yeah, he's like, "It's like, still seven hundred bucks. It's cheap." I'd still take, but he it was it was it was a seventeen at the time. Um, ah, okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, if it's a different story. Now, I would have still taken it, and I, I would have dropped probably like a, like an uh, I would have dropped a one J or something into it. Um, or I would have fixed up the seven M. Yeah, typical Maddie buying cheap to, to free cars and then having problems hey, the rest hey, of the hey. time. My Merc is still running, <laughs> barely. <laughs> but it's still running. Is it how many pieces today? It's it, it's. It's ninety nine point nine percent back together. I just gotta yeah. put the speaker covers on tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, what you gotta say now? I gotta say. Where's the smart ass comment, Alan? It's gonna break tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. Don't say. I'm gonna drive oh, to work tomorrow. So don't, 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 say, don't say that. You don't. Drive to work. Word of advice: Take the F six. It's got no fuel, and I, I'm, I'm gonna wake up too late, so I'm gonna have to just drive. The and yeah, at this point, ninety one is a dollar sixty nine. Yeah, in some places. So. Yes. Costco fuels a friend. I told Avenia to drive the typhoon to to you tomorrow uh, yesterday. She's like, she's like, if I damage it, you will kill me. I'm like, yeah, but can you get me free? Can you give me cheaper fuel? She's like, I'm not taking. It. I refuse to. I refuse to drive that car without you there. I'm like, okay. So that's that's fair enough. Um, I don't blame her. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, it would have given me an excuse to get out of my wedding. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Avenia. I love you. Yeah. Um. Just cut that part out. And yeah, we just, we just, just just cut that. Yeah, yep. And um, and wow, that's going up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, I don't know what I'd take, man. Like, I, I really, I really like Mark Three Supers. I reckon they're very underappreciated. Um, because everybody thinks Mark Four, Mark Four, Mark Four, Mark Four. Are the, are the Mark Threes climbing in price as well? Though? Not as they're not going as ham as as a, so, as so a Mark Four. They're a good way to get into kind of a Supra. And I reckon they, I reckon they look good. Yeah. Um, they're they're very eighties. They got a lot of tech. They got they got like tons of tech, like electric seats and and all, all like they were kind of like a luxury. They're more of a grand tour than a sports car, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
whereas I think the Starion was more of a sports car than 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 the, the Mark III Supra. If it was not a wide body Supra, I if it was not a wide body Starion, I'd say Mark III. But because Starions are so rare, like you don't see them, especially in Australia anymore. And the fact is that you know how much the cheapest Starion here is. It's like over fifty grand now. Really? It's unbelievable okay. how expensive so, they are. That's crazy money. It's nuts. It's actually nuts. Um, it's going to be as much as that um, XE ESP that I'm going to soon. You know, we're going to start doing. We're going to start estimating cars that are going up in value. Do we can't do all... and buying them. And my estimation is a Toyota Starlet. That's just going to be the next hundred grand car. I'm telling you, the Starlet. <laughs> he's, he's trying to make people buy it. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do is buy the cars first. Buy like a warehouse full of them. And then start promoting the cars. And then you know what we should do? It's like insider trading, but with cars. I mean, <laughs> people talk about the NSX. Like, the original NSX was never going to be, like, that much of a classic car. They are worth a shit ton now. Yeah. Six uh, figures. Yeah. You, you, you can't touch one. Um, Starions. See, the thing is, Starions in the States, they're not... They're, they're worth a shit all. I was speaking to Dave LC, too. He lives in the States. And he was he sent me, he sent me um, a link to a wide-body one for Turbo. Um, it was, like, 1500 bucks. Really? And I'm like, pretty cheap. if I can import that here, because it's over 25 years old, I could sell it for 50 grand. Well, probably not that much, but I could sell it for a lot more than what I'd, than what I'd, I'd get in for. That's crazy. That is pretty interesting. So Usually Americans are the ones that yeah. make prices for the world. Yeah. But see, the Americans, especially with Japanese cars, are very, very funny. Uh, the only reason oh, the, the, I mean if it's not in Fast and the Furious then if it's, it's not if, worth it if, if, if <laughs> it's not much. a Skyline it's, or yeah, a Supra because Supra. Yeah. Supra's era like Supra's were one of the they're weird Supra's are one of those cars that never lost value from the get go in America like they, they just like Mark IV Supra's in, in particular they just kept climbing like which is just ridiculous so um, I think that's kind of insane to be honest with you um, G, like if, it's, if it starts with a G and ends in an R and, and its middle letter is T uh, the states people will give you uh, over a hundred grand and their firstborn and their left nut and their right. Nut. <laughs> it's just... I mean, um, you wait till they can get thirty-four GDRs there. There was there they're going to be million-dollar cars. There, there was a video by on, then. Yeah, can they be close to two hundred thousand? Yeah. There was a video on VinWiki uh, where a gentleman explained how he sold a two forty that he got in pretty poor condition that he built up. To get into a nice working condition, he sold it or traded that 240 for a broken R32 GTR that was missing like bumpers and fenders. What? Pretty sure it was missing an engine, <laughs> and it was at the time illegal to have. And he was like, "Yeah, I traded it because man, it was a GTR." <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? That, it has been known that when America could actually start getting 32 GTRs, that all the really crappy ones. We're heading over there. So yeah. all the complete rusted out ones we're heading over there because <laughs> because GDR, just because they're gonna buy it. I mean, yeah. they're spending upwards of twenty twenty five thousand US dollars on something that's a piece of shit. A, yeah, it's just a piece of crap that's um rusted out and they don't really have experience in yeah. them over there. Um, they're getting better now. I mean, the fact that. You like the just the transfer of kind of price ballooning, uh, in preparation is incredible. To the fact that thirty four is because they are the the the, the holy grail. They um, are they are like if God came to yeah. to Earth 
to them. That, that, that is that, that is that is their car. Like that, that's all they want. If if I had like reasonable funds and just a warehouse, I would buy the worst example thirty fours. I mean, GTSTs at this point are kind of getting out of reach. Thirty three yeah. GTSTs now. The early ones are like ninety four, I think. Yep. Ninety four R thirty threes. America can have now. They're going for about eighteen. No, they're 18, like throwaway cars here. Once again, us, we, we we saw we saw the R thirty four GTST sold at what not sold but priced at sixty, which did wasn't it? Uh, but non turbos, anything that's kind of cheap, it'd be a great time to kind of have it in a warehouse. Anything then, with the word Skyline, yeah, would be Skyline, good time right um, and anything GT ish or GTR. But see, like, put badges on them. Just who cares? They won't know the difference. Nah, they wouldn't. Like a lot of Just them... go, this is a red GDR yeah. that was rear-wheel drive. <laughs> and came with an RV25 at the same time. They'll love it. Just dress up um, any kind of like S15. Like take that too. Yeah. Fine, just sell an S15 for 60 grand, they'll do it. Oh man. It's, but like the funny thing is, it's just like GDRs, Supras. Um, I don't think they're a fan of RX-7s though. Like RX-7s haven't boomed. NSXs are crazy over there. Um well, the Acura and oh yeah, the, the Acura, um, the Integra Type R's. Yep, they're 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 crazy over there um, because they've got stolen. There's none left. Um, but in terms of like quote like other good Japanese performance cars, they're really quite cheap there. So, for example, like like a three thousand GT, um, which is I think they will call, they'll call the GTO over there from memory. Um, they're still kind of affordable, but they're an electrical nightmare. Um, uh, what else? They're pretty expensive here. I they think. were. They are. They, oh, they are expensive here. It's not something that you're really seeing. Um, I'm just trying to think. What what else could you get for that? Like for that kind of money? Um, yeah, I mean, A86s are worth. Exp- uh, they're still they're still kind of reasonable there. Here they're they're stupid, just, they're stupid money. money. Yeah, stupid money. Uh, even in Japan now, stupid money. Really? Yep. Um. So, what? Um. One of the people that I watch on Twitch. I'm sure probably other viewers watch him too, Noriaro. Um, not that long ago, I was watching one of his and he was showing some AE86 prices and, yeah, I mean, you're looking at 20000 Australian. For, for a up. shit one or for a good one? Just medium, average. I mean, really good ones were more than that. <laughs> I can't justify that price. It's... It's an. I mean, I, I love them. I really really like them, and yeah. and I yearn to have one. But but tofu tax. I can't justify thirty grand on a Corolla. Like, yes. was, uh, like I I don't understand it. Just the word tofu tax. It's never been more true than that car. To be honest with you, I'd have a Mark Three Supra because you at least you get IRS. You get before you get some sort of performance. Um, I mean, the one point six four AG is a good engine, but like. Well, it's no powerhouse. It's no powerhouse, yeah, and it's and you remember this is an old car. These are from it's like from the early eighties. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely not not that. It's it's not. It shouldn't be. They shouldn't be that much money. They yeah. they just yeah. I blame the memes. That's why Europe's banning the memes. <laughs> Europe's banning memes. Yes. What really copyright things? But yeah. It's, it's the memes that are ruining the world and they ruin car prices. Yeah, well... Essentially, anything that's super in GTI is a meme, more or less, so... I could go as far as saying uh, America ruined car prices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> He's just going just to say it. It's like, oh, well... Americans won't mind that I say yeah. that. Um, if, if the whole 
Grey importing of Skylines had not happened and the whole crushing and things didn't go down the way they did, I think there would have been a much milder kind of, particularly Skyline prices, it would have been, there's always going to be an increase as the, you know, supply dwindles with the demand increasing, but I feel it would have been much more of a gradual kind of climb, not the, the, it's, I don't want to say well, anything. What, what if the Fast and Furious movies never existed? That would make a dent. Definitely would that would make a big yeah, dent? Yeah. The, I mean, Supers were already... The fact that the Super was in the Fast and the Furious movies in the first place was because of the Cars culture and the, like just among car people. So I don't think like the, the movies made these cars by any means. But the fact that the amount of kids that walked out of that cinema were like... <laughs> I need to get this car. Yep. And then they grew up and started earning money and then got those cars. Yeah. Uh, those those movies definitely uh, share responsibility for the ruining of the place. Yeah, well, I'm sure most of them that watched uh, Tokyo Drift probably think that that's what Japan's really like. <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> oh, God. I, firsthand, it's not. Um, but, hey. I mean, I, I walk through that uh, Shibuya Crossing and... No cars came drifting at me. I was very disappointed. Ah, <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. No, I thought that was the one bit that was real. <laughs> After watching that. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. I think we're calling that a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast. Um, one thing to say. Don't be sad, because sad spelled backwards is dust. And dust is not good. Sorry. Major is officially banned from his podcast <laughs> until further notice. Um... Thank you, Matty, for your service. Thank, oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, if you like, <laughs> if you're liking what you're listening to, uh, tune in live on Tuesday at seven PM on nine point nine Northwest FM for the live car talk show. Yes. Um, if you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can catch them all on Shout Engine or wherever else you get your podcasting apps. Just search for Car Talk with Matty J. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Please do. Gets us higher on the rankings. Do it. More notice. Do it now. Do it. Um, if you're interested in gaming, um, tune in once again to 98.9 Northwest FM on a Saturday morning at 10 for Sunrise Arcade with me and my good man, Jake. Um, what, and, do you got, what do you got happening? Uh, just general game reviews, uh, discussing controversies in the industry, mm, which awesome. it's never short of. That's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also... Um, Good friend of the show, Riz, uh, is running a service called Car Loop. So if you're interested in getting a new car, hit him up. He can help you get the best car for your needs or kind of the best price. Uh, he's on Facebook. Hit him up on facebook.com forward slash Car Loop AU. Any plugs before we go, uh, Big Scott? No plugs. No plugs? No. Words of wisdom, Alan? Words of wisdom. Uh, the BF Pursuit Ute was the best car of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm still results, salty about that if you can't tell. The results are the C63 wins. All right, we're, we're leaving. C36. Thank Sorry, you very C36. much, ladies and gentlemen. Take it easy.